Magic Book Club with Benson's for Beds. Hello, welcome to the Magic Book Club podcast. Uh, my guest today is a gold medal winning Olympic champion who started his gymnastic career at the age of seven. And here we are, 19 years later. He's got 32 medals under his belt and he's keen to teach the rest of us now how to get more active. The Whitlock Workout, Get Fit and Healthy in Minutes, uh, is out in all good bookstores and online now. Max Whitlock, hello. Hiya, how are you doing? I'm all right, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, Max, you're incredibly... How old are you? What, so 1993? Um, so yeah, I'm 26, I'm 27 next week. Uh, 27 next week, okay. Yeah. So you'll be 27 when you head to Tokyo? Yes, for the Olympics. Now, this will be your third Olympics. Um, yes, it will be, yeah. Does that make you feel like a veteran? You must have been oh, ridiculously young when you... How old yeah, were you so when you did London? 19 in London, and that experience was like unbelievable. Like it, let alone going to Olympic Games, but a home Olympics was is a rare experience in anyone's lifetime. So mm. um, Why? What yeah. is it about home Olympics? Just the support? Or? Uh, the support, but it, it doesn't come around often. Um, it really, really doesn't, because obviously it cycles around um, all around the world. So... You know, to get home Olympics in London um, and the way it was run, I think it changed sport forever. Yes. Um, it gave gymnastics a huge boom. Um, and then, yeah, going into Rio, it just helped, like, in, in terms of confidence and where we was as a team, it just helped so much. So you don't think of gymnastics as a team sport. I think of it as an individual thing. But, of course, there's yeah. the team medal you can win. Yes. So that's great because... You know, for a lot of people, sport is about that being in a team, unless you do mm -hmm. golf or something like that, I guess. Yeah. Is that very important to you when you're, when you're training? Uh, yeah, 100%. It is very much an individual sport. Even when you're competing as a team, you're still, you have to do an individual job to help the team. But um, I think what's great about our sport is it's so respectful. So when you do come together, it is a really close team and you want everyone to do well. You want everyone to do, do their best, um, which ultimately does help the team out. And, um, you know, if you get a team medal, that feeling is incredible because that's so hard to get because you've got to nail so many routines um, and you're against such good people. Like we are, like at the moment, we're kind of top five, which is a really, it's a good position to be in. Um, but we just need to push that a little bit harder to try and, you know, push into into that top three position. So who are the kind of top three, four countries at this kind of thing at the moment? So China? You, yeah, China, Russia, Japan, America and I'd say us, us, yeah. Right, okay. That, I mean, that feels like we're punching above our weight. If you list off the countries that you've just listed off, yeah, they're yeah. all pretty big, apart from oh, Japan. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. big countries. Yeah, yeah, they're massive. And I, I think um, if you look from where we've come from in gymnastics, uh, don't quote me on this stat, but I think in about 2003, we was ranked um, 23rd or lower. Wow. So we've, we've, we've stepped up the ranks quite quite fast. Um, and it's been a bit of an honour, a bit of a, a privilege as, for me as an individual as well as a team to be part of that journey to take it to where it is today and yeah. hopefully we can take it to new levels as well. It's very exciting. I yeah. love how everyone gets excited about the Olympics because obviously yes, there's world yeah. championships and for, mm -hmm. for the, the layman viewer like me, I'll tune in for the world championships but then the Olympics comes along and you're just like... It's a different watch, story. Yeah. Just watch every second. Yeah. Like my yeah. social media when the Olympics are on, <laughs> it's just endless people with Max Whitlock suddenly becomes an international superstar. <laughs> and do you, do you like that part of it? Do you like the, the profile and the fame that comes with success of these things or is that not um, why you do it? It's definitely not why I do it. I mean, I think um, as a gymnast, it seems crazy that the sport has got to that level. Um, when I started, there were it, it was nothing like that. So it wasn't like a mainstream sport. Not many people watched it. As a gymnast, you kind of really flew under the radar. Um, and to be honest, even now, I don't really think about it too much. Um, but when it does pop up in situations that I get recognised and things mm. like that, it's a huge compliment. And it, it's amazing because what's incredible is now is that 
you talk to so many people and the amount of people that say that they watch the Olympics and they watch gymnastics specifically as well or their son or daughter does gymnastics. Like, the amount of people doing gymnastics now is unbelievable. Oh, um, loads of my family are doing it. Loads of my family start doing it. Well, it's that's crazy. I want to talk to you about that because my boy is is uh, seven years old. Okay. And I've got two kids. I've got Thunder, who's four, and I've got Lightning, who's seven. Not, like, <laughs> not the real names, that's what I call them. Because oh, okay. together they're a storm, right? <laughs> and uh, the seven-year-old is a... He is... A sporting, I don't know where this has come from, but he, yeah. he's gifted at sport. It's ridiculous, cool. right? And he's doing a lot of football, but he's he's small and he's light. He's pure muscle, right? Yeah. And I would Sounds love like a gymnast. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really mean that. I would love him to get into gymnastics, and I'm sure there are people listening to this who can mm-hmm. think of members of their family at any age. So, uh, so what do you do? How do you get them to do this? And also, this is the key question: How do you get them to get that kick out of it? Because when they do football or something, it's yeah. like a goal. You're kicking a ball. There's much more instant yeah. feedback. And if someone's seven years old, how do you get that buzz? Um, f- for me, so I started at seven. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I loved about it is that I did get that buzz because I, I obviously loved every second. Every, the first day I stepped in the, in the gym, I loved it. But the thing that I really thrived off of was there's so many skills to learn in gymnastics. Um, so it's not a one-dimensional sport. It's there's so many skills and there's so many preparations to learn just the one skill. Yeah. So there's so many improvements and it's for that it's so rewarding. So every single day that you go in, you can make an improvement and see that you're getting closer to making a skill. Which when you do a new skill when you're young, that feeling is incredible, mm. and you can get that so many times. So you've got to have, and this is again, you're describing my son. You've got to have that. Uh, not that work ethic, but that ability to see slightly longer than... It's not today you're going to get it. You keep going it, but the oh, next yeah. week, yeah, yeah. you'll be able to do that. I, I don't even know what the skill is, like standing on one hand or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the skills take time. The the, the end result of the skill takes time, of course, because they're, they're not easy. Um, no moving gymnastics is really easy. Um, but the preparations are very doable. Mm. So that's where it's really, really, really rewarding because it takes a long time to get there, but you can see improvement all the way along. Mm. And then once you've done that skill... You can do it, you can keep it up, and you also can probably progress that skill and also learn hundreds of other ones. Yeah. So I think that it is very rewarding as a sport and it's quite motivating to see that for yourself. And that's what kept me going back and back. So give me so you got some you're getting some early skills when you're seven, eight, nine years old. Yes. Right. And then the idea with this gymnastics thing is you put those skills together and you you put a thing together, right? Yeah. Explain to us how it works. Imagine so, if someone listening to this has no idea. They've seen it on telly, but really they yeah. know nothing about the sport. Okay, so as a gymnast, there's six different apparatus that you compete on. Um, and each apparatus, you have to perform a routine in competition. How long's a routine? So your routine will be 10 skills long. I see. So it can. could be as long as you like. You've got to do 10 skills. Yeah, you have to do 10 skills. Um, and the higher the difficulty of each individual skill, you add all the points together that you rack up with, with the difficulty levels of each skill. Okay. That gives you your start score, which okay. is your overall score on, on how difficult it is basically your difficulty score then the judges judge and they take deductions for if you fall over or if you've got bent legs on how it looks or anything like that um they take deductions off of your difficulty score mm-hmm. then you come out your final score i see and you have do you have two or three goes at it like one go you just have one go at it one go and that's the hard <laughs> thing about it because you can train for however long and you get um, a routine generally usually takes about a minute um, so you when get, will you we get a minute to show what you've been working on? Oh my god! Yeah, one so, attempt. So so, to, so so Tokyo this summer. Here we are recording this in January, mm-hmm. right? At what point will you know what that minute is going to look like? As I'm doing it, yeah. Oh no, really? As oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a sport that like the tiny margins 
make all the difference. Like the 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 margins in gymnastics are so small, it's unbelievable. But you'll improvise it, you mean? You'll just go out there and do the do the routine, and you. Oh no, I know what routine I'll be yeah, doing. Yeah, so, so oh, what sorry, point? Okay, okay. So what I mean is, what <laughs> oh. I was going to say, wow, that is cool. That is <laughs> that would be pretty. That cool. is seat of the pants stuff from Max Whitlock. Uh, so, at what point do you know what your routine is going to be made up of? So my routine sort of consolidated last year. Um, so the first two years of this cycle. So after Rio, there's yeah. four year cycles. Every Olympics comes around every four years. The first two years of that cycle, I put in so many new upgrades which meant I put in a lot of risk sounds and like difficulty. Sounds like you're pimping a car. <laughs> Just popping <laughs> yes. in a few upgrades. Yeah. What does that mean? To, so new skills? So I put new skills in. Sorry, yeah, I put new skills in, which See. makes it a lot easier to basically fall off. Um, and I did fall off in the first two years. I made mistakes, mm. um, which I did get criticism for. Um, but for me, that was a long-term plan. So this, the last two years, 2019 and 2020, are my consolidating years. So I stick to my same routine. And that's the routine that I'm going to try and perform in Tokyo. That is really interesting. So, so, and suddenly the eyes of the of the the community who do gymnastics, but also beyond that, are on you because you got you're the guy that won the gold in 2016. And right? that's what's hard. Yeah. So, so, but you've got to then go. Oh, I'm going to be rubbish for a couple of years now. That <laughs> mentally, that's very. You've got to be tough. No, it was, it was actually really tough, and I didn't kind of put it into perspective until it kind of happened because 2018 was a year of silvers, mm. um, and it didn't go. It didn't go perfect, basically. Um, and because I won a gold the year before, mm. um, I'm expected to bring home gold every single competition I go to. Yeah. And that's that's really difficult. So 2018 was seen as a failure because I got silver. Um, but you but, know, in the long view, the deep future, you're thinking, no, no, this isn't a failure. This is me gearing up. But I said that as well. I said, um, you know, I'm trying to look at the bigger picture. This is all part of the plan. Um, not to fall off, not to make the mistakes, but part of the plan to put the risk factor in now. Um, but in doing so, I also added more pressure on myself because if you say that, then you do have to deliver further down the line. Mm. Um, so yeah, the pressure the pressure just ramps up massively. Like I was very proud to perform under that pressure in 2019, turn those silvers into golds, mm. but it gets harder every single year. Um, there's no doubt about that, and it's very hard to retain titles. Um, if you compare that to chasing, yeah, uh, it's a different story. That's what my, yeah. I mean, it's incredibly impressive everything about what you've done, but to come back and defend, that's... that's Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different ball game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It really, really is. So I got my first world title in 2015. So I've had a few, quite a few years of, you know, that feeling of defending a title and mm. how different that is to chasing. And I think, I think it's the difference is when you're chasing, you feel like you've got nothing to lose. Mm. Um, but when you're defending... We all love an underdog. It's a British part of the British psyche. We want to be the underdog. <laughs> I know, so, that's so, tough. Well, yeah, well, yeah. But, but that's changed. I feel like that's changed. When I was a kid, growing up in like the 80s and 90s, that was British sport to a T. Yeah. You know, we get Jeremy Bates in, in Wimbledon. That was as good as it got. <laughs> and now when you've got across the Olympics, I mean, our record, what you've done is it's unimaginable. And I feel like the British sporting psyche has changed in the last oh, couple of decades. Yeah. Now, why is that? What's that? Has psychologists got involved? Or we just become um, able to win? I don't know what the, the answer is on if you talk about a whole widespread of Team GB, but it is pretty crazy because as a nation, we are good at sport now, yeah. which is a good feeling. But I think they, in gymnastics, there's a lot of things. I think um, the last kind of, the last cycle, Olympic cycle, I think, and the, sorry, the Olympic cycle before that, mm -hmm. I think in gymnastics, as, as a group of gymnasts, as a group of coaches, the support staff, everything come together at the right time. It was a golden era. Yeah. And what that done for gymnastics was basically... I've always said it, success breeds success. And that has made everyone else from 
they they would have been watching those results when they were a lot younger, yeah. trying to break into the scenes, and they've seen what's possible. So then now their ambitions are our Olympic medal. Mm-hmm. When when my, when I was young, I didn't even start thinking about Olympics until I was seventeen years old. But for some kids, so when I go home today and see my seven-year-old, I'll be like, listen, you need to do gymnastics. This is the guy I met. Here's a YouTube video of him winning a gold. Yeah. It is achievable. But that's true. It is it's achievable. A, it's achievable. And it's seen that it's achievable now. So obviously, I, tra- I train in a gym at South Essex where I train alongside guys. There's, there's one guy that's one year older than me and there's children in there from the age of two. All in the gym at the same time. You know, and Do they all uh, go, it's Max do you hear not anymore, people? no, not anymore. They're over it now. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that though. I love that. It's just, it's just, it's just normal, which is what it needs to be. But that makes it seem even more possible, mm. which it is possible. Um, but there's no doubt about it. It is very hard to get there. Have you changed how you train when you go into that? And how how often do you go in every day? I guess or six days a week. Yeah, six days a week. Yeah. And have you changed how hard you train or like your approaches to it? Do you feel like you're getting better at how you train? Uh, definitely getting better at how I train. But um, that is a, that's through a huge learning curve. Um, I yeah, so I got glandular fever in 2015, and basically it was a huge negative at the time, very stressful, um, especially when I didn't know what was wrong because I went from feeling the fits that I've ever been yeah. to like literally a couple of weeks later, completely deteriorating and not being able to make one routine. How did you get glandular fever? That's a nightmare. <laughs> so so and but also it's quite hard to diagnose, isn't it? You just yes. feel terrible. I felt I felt absolutely awful, and training started to get really, really dangerous um, because I was I felt like I weighed a ton, mm. and I was trying to do everything that I did before. Of course, and it was impossible. Mm. So that was stressful. Um, but what it taught me, and it, I look at it now as a massive blessing in disguise, because it's taught me how to train efficient and be clever with what I'm doing. Recovery is so key to everything, especially you know I I I am getting older in the sport. Peak age is around 22, 23, what I was in Rio. Uh, so you've peaked, your age, age-wise, you've peaked now, now that you're 26. Oh, 100%. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not afraid to say that. But um, the reason why I didn't stop was because I feel like I still had more in the tank. Mm. But that back then, you know, in Rio, or just before Rio, I'd actually say, was probably the time when I was, when you feel like as, as a gymnast, you feel like on top of the world. I went to come off games in 2014 and I was, I competed five days in a row like no problem yeah like in terms so of so now if you do that anything, you're going to feel tired I yeah if you do that now I would struggle big time really yeah but that's why I had to be very clever with what I'm doing um, and we're quite lucky because competitions don't fall like that very often mm-hmm. there's not five days in a row and if it did I would obviously train for it very specifically um, but oh 100% it gets harder every year as you get older you get you know the pressure's ramping up you're getting right. older there's so many different factors that, that you have to take into consideration but... I'm 39 I feel like a grandfather <laughs> listening to this <laughs> it's incredible but it's part of the challenge I, I love yeah. I love a new challenge and I love I think a massive form of motivation for me is proving people that I can do it mm. you know 2018 I, I spoke about as seen as a failure um, people were writing me off after a silver medal at the world championships because it wasn't gold and I kind of did thrive off of that mm. in the end. At the beginning, it was tough. But in the end, I kind of thrived off that and thought, no, I'm going to 
bring this back and I'm going to make sure I'm going to show that I, I can still do this and I'm mm. still there. Um, yeah. So cool. So uh, we are, as I say, recording in January. So the uh, Tokyo Olympics, when is that? August time? Or July, July, August, yeah. July, August time. Um, so how does this year look for you? When We will get onto the book eventually, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk fun. about the book. I'm just so fascinated by what you do. Um, so when will you head out to Japan? When does that happen? Um, so I don't like to say... I'm I'm definitely going because I'm 100 percent not. Oh, so but you've got, got to be a selected. Yeah, yeah. Right, so we've I got see, yeah. it's a it's a four man team. That okay. We've already qualified for the four best guys will go. Obviously, previous results um, help massively. Yeah. They take them into consideration, and then we've got trials coming up in uh, end of March, beginning of April. Um, so, will you get nervous I, for those trials? Oh, 100 percent. I think the day that I don't get nervous is the day that I should stop because that's the day that I. I don't care as much. Mm. Uh, I get nervous every single competition I do, whether it's a, a tiny little competition in front of 10 people. Really? Um, to the Olympic Games, I can't remember how many millions of people watching on TV. Lots, several. Yeah. Over, yeah. Well over two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. crazy nerves. So what do you do with your nerves? How do you combat your nerves? Do you use your nerves? Um, yeah, it, it, it's tough. Don't get me wrong. It's really, really tough. But I have to rely on the experience that I've got and the experience that I've had I look back at London 2012 as a, as a huge one for that in terms of reflecting on that and if I competed in front of a home crowd that was an arena where we walked out um, home crowd is is different level um, I remember standing in the corner of floor routine team final everybody in the crowd knew that you know a bronze medal was up for grabs uh, first one in 100 years and the feeling of that, like the, the crowd noise was was a roar. It wasn't a cheer that went up and down and just, it was a bad. roar, it was a constant yeah. noise. And I remember just thinking and standing there like, oh my God, like, yeah. I need to now do a floor routine. Um, so what do you do? Does your body go numb? Does it feel, do you know what I mean? Or do you just like, do you have to concentrate? What's your you kind technique? Of, after zone back in, you're, you, you do your thing. I, I literally go to competition, I do my job. I don't watch any other competitor um, because I don't like to see any scores popping up because... I try to look at it as if I'm going in, I'm competing against myself, I'm competing against myself to do the best that I possibly can do. If I see a score, big score come up from the previous competitor, for me, only that's only the only thing that's going to do is add pressure to me if I'm thinking, right, I need to beat that. Because mm. that's not my aim. My aim is to do what I train for and that's the best routine that I can do on that day. I can't believe the pressure, how it all pivots onto that one minute. It's unbelievable. Like... Yeah, God, I think um, if we had three attempts, I think it would be a really nice, relaxed <laughs> sport. Like that was my rehearsal, love. <laughs> yeah. It's like live radio. I just want to pre-record it. And I'll do <laughs> yes. one that's rubbish, one that's okay, and then I'll nail it for the real one. <laughs> yeah, but one chance. You get one chance. And obviously, Olympics comes around every four years. And like I said, uh, peak age for a gymnast, you, mm. I was I was lucky because I was around peak age in Rio. Mm. Um, You've you got to time it right. Do you think you'd go on again after this Olympics then? 100% I really want to. Yeah, it'll be pushing it because I will be an old man by then. But uh, <laughs> in gymnastics. Um, yeah. But yeah, Paris is the Olympics after. Oh, wow. Um, Brilliant. That, oh, that's almost home, isn't it? That's near yeah, enough. So not, not too far to travel. Yeah. Uh, it'll be nice. It'll be cool. Um, but yeah, five more years in the sport is, is my dream. Four Olympics yeah. in the bag would be really cool. What I love about talking to you, Max, is there's there's so many lessons that we can learn because obviously we're not all gymnasts, but the way you talk about your sport and about what you do and your your, your vision, your single-mindedness and how you found this thing that just fits you yes. when you're seven years old, yep. like a glove. Yep. And we can all learn from that and we can all be inspired by that and I love that. And good. I feel that you... Good, yeah, job done. And I feel <laughs> that you have packaged some of this in this brilliant book, The Whitlock Workout. Get fit and healthy in minutes with Max Whitlock's workouts and recipes. Yes. Um, 
this is this is a, a little sample of your approach to life, and it's a great selection of exercises to do. Now, there is a video up on our Magic Socials of me attempting to do some of these. Yep. And I must admit, I've made them look a lot harder than they actually are. <laughs> that was just me hamming it up I for the camera. I think you good. I think you're doing good. <laughs> but they, uh, t- take us through how you had to change uh, what you do as a gymnast getting ready for the Olympics or big competitions to putting a book together for a fat lump like me. <laughs> so basically, they are all the exercises in there that, that are in there are exercises that I've done over my 20 years in the sport. And so that's exercises from when I was young, um, like literally really, really fresh, young. I could compete every day of the week to now when I'm older, I had glandular fever, I'm more fatigued, I fatigue a lot quicker um, and I'm older. Mm-hmm. So I've had experience. So obviously with being older, you have to take more notice of uh, nutrition, recovery is 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 so key to everything I do now. So I wanted to put everything I've learned, my experiences throughout those twenty years, package up into a book with workouts and recipes for any age, any ability. So it's workouts, workouts you can do in your front room, and yes. recipes as well. It's both yes. of those things. The full package, so anyone can pick it up, and they have all the ingredients in there to make their body better. And the thing about gymnastics and reason why I wanted to do it is because I step into the gym and I do a full body workout every single day with the with everything that I do. Mm-hmm. You, you use muscles that traditional workouts don't usually use. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's not a sport where you just use your lower body predominantly. It's, it's, it's a full body every time. And I wanted to get that across in the book. People are getting busier. They can't fit workouts in. And one of the big, biggest excuse is that they don't have time. Yes. And... That's a, a huge mistake because your body is, should be the priority on what you take care of and it doesn't take much. So it's either, you know, my workouts are four-minute cycles. You can fit it in so, so quickly and you can do the sofa workout, the cushion crusher, yeah. all stuff like that. So I, I love think, the idea of the cushion crusher. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like me playing a wrestling game with my kids. <laughs> I am the cushion crusher. So yeah. so you can, this is, this is a brilliant, very, very important point. They're not going to make you feel... Because for a lot of people, they go to the gym, they spend the rest of the day like, you know, they pretend they feel fine. It's great, it's great, but they smash the gym that morning and they're yep. a bit shonky for the rest of the day. Yep. With this, you can do 15 minutes. 100%. In yep. the first thing in the morning. Yep. Do that Do that maybe four days a week. Yep. You're going to be looking... Things are going to improve. You're going to feel so much better and it'll be the simple task that you find that will improve so quickly in terms of running up the stairs. A lot of people get out of breath yeah. doing those type of tasks. And as a gymnast, running everywhere, jumping everywhere, jumping over objects or anything come second nature and I wanted to kind of give people and the readers an ounce of that to improve it will improve their their joint strength you know ankles wrists the stuff that get a lot of pressure sometimes with, mm. with a lot of ankles get you know people get ankle pains um, movement agility is a big one you yes. know people actually making use of what their bodies can do that's going for me. And I'm I'm nearly I'm nearly forty, and my agility, my ability to just move around. I'm just feeling a few little. Oh, what is? Why have I just moved in that yeah. weird way? And yeah. that's and I know that's not age. It's just my muscles are start need to be stretched and moved and yeah, you know, and it's used. Yeah, it's because sometimes obviously you, the muscles that have twinged there or anything haven't been worked probably before. Yeah, and with gymnastics, with the exercises that I've included, they're slightly different, and they work muscles that people probably haven't used before properly. Mm. Um, so they will strengthen all the little muscles in your body that will make your body more stable, stronger, Mm. um, just overall better, and you'll feel so much better from it. No need for expensive gym membership. No need to buy loads of kit. Mm-hmm. Just get yourself into your front room, yes. stick Magic Workout on, a <laughs> yeah. great new radio station from Magic, and yep. get moving. Um, as well, I love this as well. Look at this, Giving Gymnastics a Go. This is on page something like uh, like 22 of the book. You've got you. Is that your little one? Yes. Look at yeah. the So there's Max and, and your partner and your baby right in the middle. Yeah. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah, we all give it a go. I think that's important. Um, get your family involved. I think, um, you know, I said people are busy. 
Uh, people are busy being parents as well. Yeah. can be quite hard to fit a workout in in terms of, you know, looking after your, your little ones. So I think just get them involved. Um, and, this sort of stuff is perfect it. to get your kids to do with you. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. They love they'll, this They'll love stuff. it. They'll love so it. So how old is your daughter? She's just over 10 months. And he's like, she, he's quite agile. She's starting to leap she's over quite, the sofa and stuff like that. <laughs> Not leaping yet, but she's uh, she's done 34 steps, which is a record, which I'm quite proud of. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, she's doing good. She's doing really good. But she's one. She's one in February, so it's just flying by. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah scary. Yeah. yeah. Hey, tell you what, that's a much bigger challenge than any of this Olympics nonsense. <laughs> Look, yeah. Looking after the kids, that's where things get real. Yeah. Um, Max Whitlock, what a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you. Uh, the Whitlock workout is out now. Thanks, Max. Thank you very much for having me on. 